Welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Every week, we'll be talking shop with lacrosse goalies, coaches, and special guests. This is the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Now your host, Coach Damon Wilson. Uh, yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, goalies from around the world, this is Coach Damon. You are listening to the Lax Goalie Rap Podcast, and it is my job to talk to the elite lacrosse goalies in our game to pull out the tips, the training tips, the details, the drills that you can use to improve your own lacrosse goalie game. And in this week's episode, we've got J.D. Colarusso. You may remember J.D. during his time at the University of Albany. He recently was drafted in the first round of the MLL with the Dallas Rattlers. J.D. was one of my favorite goalies to watch last year because we have very similar styles, and we're going to talk all about that in this episode. There are a few um, technical glitches or listening glitches that we go through, so stick with me uh, because this is a great episode, and I hope you enjoy this conversation with J.D. Colarusso. This podcast is, of course, brought to you by the Lax Goalie Rat Online Camp. So listen, if you're a parent or a coach out there, you need to understand how to develop a lacrosse goalie. Otherwise, you're hurting their development. I've seen it over and over, and that's why I developed the Lax Goalie Rat Online Camp. This is the best online lacrosse goalie training product that exists. It'll teach you everything you need to know. You got the mental, the physical, the technical, you got drills, you got bad habits, you got off the field tips, you got lacrosse IQ, you got a backyard training session, you name it, it's in there. And after going through this material, you're going to understand how to develop an elite lacrosse goalie. It's available at laxgoalierat.com slash goal. It's laxgoalierat.com slash goal. My next guest on the Lax Goalie Rat podcast, J.D. Colarusso, ex-Albany starting goalie. J.D., welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Not bad, not bad. All right. I always like to start right right back at the very beginning. Could you tell us a story of when you first jumped into goal? What, what was that like? Um, yeah, so at first I used to play uh, – I played attack and goalie, so – you know, so my dad was a goalie in uh, high school and he played some in college. So um, I'm not sure of the exact moment when I hopped in. I think it was definitely my backyard when my dad started shooting on me. And, uh, you know, ever since then, I loved the position. And up until eighth grade, I played attack and goalie. I would just split halves. I would do goalie at half and I'd play attack for half. Then when I got to high school, you know, I just started just playing goalie throughout, you know, throughout my high school and, you know, until now. So. I think, the, I think the first moment was with my dad in my backyard, though. Nice. How, how was that like for you, splitting time? That's something that I think a lot of goalies do when they're not at, at the very early on in their career, when they're not sure if they want to commit to goalie. How, how did that work for you? And like any, any tips that, that you found useful to, to sort of spend one half running around and the other half sort of switching to, to block shots? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was very useful. Um, I think, you know, I think uh, playing attached worked on my stick skills. So I think that, I think it like made me a uh, better clear. Um, I think my outlet passes were always a thing that 
I was very good at. So I think that really started for me playing attack, you know, my stick skills. Um, yeah, so I'd say that's I'd say that's one of the big uh, factors. And as an attackman, too, like um, as, as I was shooting against other goalies, you know, I would know where the goalie's weak points are. So I think that would help me a lot is being an attackman, knowing where to shoot. And when I stepped in goal, you know, I would know where um, these attackmen or these middies want to shoot on a goalie. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. The, um, the stick skill one is so important. I mean, so much of what we do as goalies making saves is all about stick skills. I mean, you're like the same way you catch an off, like a bad pass is the same way you block a shot. Or yeah. save a shot. So, so, so important there. That's cool. So you move into goalie. Was there for you, was it something that came naturally or was there one big aha moment? Maybe like something you learned at a camp or during a particular season? Yeah, I think it was, you know, I think it was natural. I think I was just, you know, I think I was always working hard with the goal. And my, my dad was the one who, uh, who really taught me everything about the position since he played. He was an All-American at Yorktown High School. So I think it was just me always working hard. And I think I had a better chance of going to think playing at a higher level, being a goalie. Um, no, I'm like five, eight, five, eight and a half. And you know, I think it's a very small to be attacking, be five eight for the Division One level, and like my dream was to play Division One. So I think I, you know, I stuck with goalie, and um, it obviously worked out. So I think that was like the main factor, um, which is you know knowing what I can do with that. Uh, seeing like my my dream was to play college across. So um, I think playing, you know, I think sticking with goalie was the right choice, and um, that's why I did it. Awesome. And well, it definitely was the right choice. Well, goalie is always the right choice on, on this biased podcast. <laughs> uh, and you definitely made it. So what was it like in terms of Albany, the, the recruiting process and, and what was it like to go there? Yeah. So my whole life I used, I was a huge Albany fan. So it was kind of my dream to go there. Um, my dad's, my dad went to your town and also coach Mar went to your town. So I knew him since I was young and the recruiting process was, you know, very short, actually. I played at Maverick Showtime, um, I think my sophomore year summer, and I made the all-star game there and played a bunch, played in front of basically all college coaches, all division one coaches. So that was amazing. And then Coach Marr and them started recruiting me, um, you know, they sent me a lot of letters. I went up there for a visit and that's basically the only place I visited um you know I knew I wanted to go there when I went on the visit so you know from there on out you know I wanted to be a Dane so you know I, I loved that it was my dream growing up and it's cool I accomplished it awesome congrats congrats what um thank you what, what was the key to that what, what was the key for you to accomplishing that goal in your opinion I think I think the key was just you know working hard keeping my grades up um you know, in high school, having good grades, so I can get into get into Albany, and like I said before, just putting in the work um, to get to that next level. And I think Albany was the perfect fit for me academically and playing wise. You know, yeah. Albany is a great up and down up and down team. We like to run, like to get a run and get up the field and start transition. And I think from making a save to clearing was my strong point and i think that that worked well with uh with the albany system so i think all those things kind of relate you know working hard and just keeping your grades um you know keeping your grades high as you could awesome 
Awesome. Uh, that sort of leads me into my next question is just talking about your style of play. Uh, you know, every goalie's got a very different style. Uh, you know, one of the things I like about you is you are like exactly like me in five, eight, although you said you're five, eight and a half. So you might have a yeah, half inch uh, on me. <laughs> Important differentiation there. But how, how would you describe, you know, your style of, of goalie play? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think it's a very energetic style. I think, um, you know, I really explode to the ball. And I think that, you know, outside the cage, I'm making plays for my team. You know, I'm getting ground balls. You know, I think my communication is great. You know, I think I'm a leader back there. That's a huge thing for a goalie. You know, like my junior and senior year, I was, you know, from junior to senior year, I improved so much in my communication. And senior year, you know, I felt like I was a great leader back there. So I feel like, you know, just the energetic style, you know, I have a lot of energy in there. And, um, you know, like my clearing game is something like with the outlets and all that, you know, it's something I worked on. You know, obviously I worked on everything, but I think that was the main thing that helped me, you know, with the system is being able to clear the ball. You know, my senior year, I think we were top five probably in clearing. So, you know, I think I took a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of emphasis in the clearing the ball and then I think just the energetic style. Nice. Yeah, that's really important. I, I also, you know, for goalies that, are shorter and quicker, you know, I always emphasize those things outside the crease, like winning that ground ball, chasing out a shot, leading a successful clear, because those are just as good as saves. You know, if you yeah, exactly. move around ball for your team, I mean, that's it, right? So uh, that's a good point. I want to go back to that communication piece real quick. You said you got way better between your junior and senior year, I'm curious, what, what exactly did you learn in that time frame? Um, I think I, I uh, put a lot of time in the weight room. You know, I think I was a little, like, when I first started, like, my freshman year, I was, like, 145, so I was very light. So then when I graduated, I was about, like, 175, 180. So I think putting in a lot of work in the weight room, you know, uh, agility, um, you know, box jumps, working on my explosiveness, that was that was big. And I think just, you know, I only started for two years. So that junior year was kind of like my freshman year. You know, I had experience before that, but it was my first time actually starting in a big time school. And, you know, I learned a lot that first year. Um, you know, like I said before, I became a better leader, with, uh, became more close to my teammates that I was playing with. So I think that all goes into it, just hitting the weight room, you know, doing wall ball, you know, just doing, putting in extra work before practice and after practice and in the weight room. You know, with the agility too. You know, making sure my feet are fast, hand-eye coordination. Basically, you know, all the points that makes a that makes a goalie good. It's really interesting. So, basically, the way that you improved your communication with the team is by improving confidence in yourself. You know, getting in that weight room, doing all the drills, doing all the exercises you can, so that you're confident in yourself. And that comes out when you're with the team and improves your communication, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so you backed up Blaze Reardon for the first couple years at Albany. And of course, Blaze is a great goalie, went on to play professionally in the MLL uh, and now with the new Premier Lacrosse League. And he also plays forward in the NLL. So I was the question for you is what was that like, you know, stepping into the into the to fill the shoes uh, of such a great goalie? Yeah, it was great. I mean, um, you know, I learned I learned a lot from Blaze, so you know that helped me out a lot. I know, um, and just how he prepares for games, how he works, um, basically just everything in the position. So 
you know, I think it was, you know, like when I, when he left, it was definitely, you know, I definitely had that vision of me taking over and, you know, doing, you know, just as great things as, as he was doing, because, you know, when, like when I wasn't starting, I was still putting in the same work. I was having, I had the same work, work ethic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I never like, you know, got discouraged because I was a backup. I knew what I had, I knew how good I was and I knew what I could do to this program after he left. So I think it was just, it was definitely a lot of pressure since you know, he was one of the biggest names, you know, in college across his senior year. And, you know, we still wanted to be, you know, a top 10 team when he left. We wanted to be in the mix still. So I think it was a lot of pressure on me, but I think I handled it right. And, you know, the rest is history. You know, we made it to the final four this past year. So you know, I think it says a lot about our team and how, know how great our team was after he left yeah that's awesome yeah i mean fill his shoes you definitely did <laughs> one went on to do great things i i guess besides blaze who are some other um i guess mentors of yours lacrosse goalie mentors and or other goalies that you've learned from yeah um so my sophomore year brett queener um he volunteered um for for a year so you know when we, he was working with us he learned a lot he's obviously you know, a goalie legend. So, yeah. you know, I would say that. And, uh, you know, my dad uh, taught me a lot about the goalie position too. So those are the, basically the guys I looked up to. You know, um, my dad was like my goalie coach. So, you know, he was basically the one guy who just taught me everything about the about the position. Um, so I would say him, Blaze, and uh, Queen are like the three main guys that really, you know, really upstarted my career. Got it. Was your was your dad a goalie as well, or was he just such a lacrosse guy that he he, he knew? Yeah, he was a goalie, so he was an All-American okay. in Yorktown, uh, and then he went to Herkimer and Hudson Valley. He was also an All-American in both of those schools as well. Nice. You come from a long line of goalies. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's cool. What what are some? Was there anything specific that you remember that Queener uh, Brett Queener taught you? Um, I think just I think a lot of drills that I've done, like just on my own. Um, there's a lot of drills that he's taught me that I've, you know, that I still use. Um, I think definitely with my stance, he's definitely helped me with my stance a lot. And I just, I would just say outside the cage, you know, I just like, not even like, he's definitely taught me a lot about like what to do outside the cage. But I think that, you know, watching him as well, watching film of him definitely taught me a lot as well. So he was, you know, he was very energetic and he had a, now, he had a great attitude towards the goalie position, so I learned a lot from him. Yeah. Did he try to get you to wear shoulder pads like, like he used to do? Nah. <laughs> actually, he, I, had shoulder pad, I had shoulder pads in my locker for a little bit, but I never tried them on. I was thinking about it, but I don't know. I, yeah. I don't think it's for me. <laughs> That's love. Uh, well, if you haven't done it already, do yourself a favor and go watch Brett Queener highlights. Uh and JD Colarusso highlights too, but you'll see, uh, you'll see him just juking, absolutely juking people. It's, it's awesome. Um, that's great. So, uh, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, how your game evolved, if at all. I mean, maybe it's the same. So, so, you know, as you started as a youth, um, specifically in the goalie context and then went, you know, high school, college, even to now, like how, how would you say your game has, has evolved? Yeah, I think, um, I think the one thing is, you know, it was about like the weightlifting, you know, in high school, I really wasn't, I really, I was small and I really didn't lift too much until like mm-hmm. my senior year of high school. Then when I got to college, you know, I really wasn't a big lifter as well. And, and something, and like, 
you know, I just saw a lot of these, like, a lot of the goalies that I've just, like, seen, you know, they're all, you know, even if they're small, they're pretty stocky, you know, you know, it definitely takes a toll on your body being a goalie getting hit by shots all the time. So I think, you know, when I realized I had to really, you know, really get into the, you know, weightlifting groove, you know, I think that really improved my game. And I, I think I just felt like, I don't think, I, I just felt more confident about myself. You know, I felt bigger in cage. I took up more of the cage and that's huge. And I think um, being in the cage and just taking up as much as you could. And then that, I think that's, uh, and I, I think that's one improvement of that I've made. I think that, you know, when I came to college, I think the hardest thing for goalies when they come into college, obviously the shot stopping, but it's also, um, it's also the clearing game. So I know I watch a lot of film. That's that's one thing that I recommend to a lot of goalies is watching film. Um, that was a huge part of what I done of what I did during the week. Like even before game before games, I'd be watching. You know, Monday it'd be Monday morning. I'd be watching all day Monday throughout the week. So I think that's I think that's a huge thing before going up against your opponents is watching film and you know not just seeing how they shoot, seeing where they shoot. Um, that's basically it. And I felt like when I came, when it came down to game time, you know, I really didn't think about that too much, but I felt confident, you know, inside my head that I watched, that I felt prepared, you know, for, you know, for the opponent that we're playing against. And I guess the one last thing is, you know, my outlet passes, that's something, you know, I would, I would work on all the time, you know, um, before and after practice, I would just take a couple of guys from my team or middies, doesn't even matter what position, and we we'll just do outlet passes with them for like, you know, 15, 30 minutes after practice. And that really, you know, that really improved my game. So I think all those things really improve your game. You just have to be put, willing to put the work in and uh, good results will come from it. Yeah, those are great tips. Absolutely great tips. When you're uh, when you were watching film, so it was mostly about, you know, your upcoming opponent and kind of sort of scouting them and seeing where they like to get shots from, seeing particular guys, like how they like to finish in close, I imagine. Um, were you ever watching any film like on yourself? Yeah, I would, yeah. So after after games, I would watch. You know, I would watch both. I would watch the you know obviously the saves I had, and I would watch the uh, you know the goals that I let in. So yeah. you know, I would just see like the goals that like that I would let in. I would just see you know maybe something I could do better. Maybe it was like my my stance was all right. If I was taking up you know some of the cage, and we're just seeing like if I drop my hands, drop my you know, just like dropped a little bit. So those are like the things I would look for. Just, you know, seeing like if I, like, you know, obviously some shot streams, you have no chance, but the shots that I thought I should have had, you know, I would try and, you know, go out to the process the next day and see if I can do, you know, see if I can fix that little, you know, that little technique or something like that. Yeah, that's a great point. And nowadays with the iPhone, I mean, I'm sure Albany's got like, you know, a film department and you got access to that. But I mean, it, nowadays with the iPhone, like you can get that kind of content and maybe it's not as sweet looking as, as what you had available, but you know, it still works. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned some drills that, that Queener had taught you. I, I'm just curious, like what, what are your favorite drills? If you had to pick like three or five these days, uh, what, what would they be? I think, and I'll think I'm trying to think if I can think of five of them, but I'll think of the first one. The first one is, uh, you know, it's basically a stance drill. So I would stand, just, just work on your angles. You know, he would, he would, uh, you know, he would, there's be numbers one through five and I'd be in goal and he would call a number and I have to go and really quickly get to that position. So I think that was for positioning, knowing where I am in the cage, working on that, basically that arc. 
So I think that was, you know, I think that was a great trail that I had because, you know, it really taught me where I was in the cage and helped me out with my stance. And yeah, let me make a comment on that one. Why, why you think of the next one? That's a great one. And I don't, I don't think many goalies, especially at the youth level, work on that because, you know, like if, if you're, you know, depending upon what kind of arc you play, right. But let's say you're at, you're at like the top 45, the right 45, and they swing it across the field. Like you've got to get to that left 45 and know that you're splitting the cage from the shooter's perspective, right? Otherwise you could be unintentionally baiting them. Baiting's a whole nother topic, but if you're giving up a whole bunch of cage and you don't know that, you know, they'll shoot there. Um, so that's, that's a super important one. and And I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, and uh, I just thought of another drill that he had. So we had, like, basically a bunch of different colored lacrosse balls. Mm-hmm. And so basically it would just shoot on us. But, you know, we would have to call out, you know, what color we saw from the ball when it was coming. So I think that's uh, you know, that obviously it's great for your eyes. You know, that really makes you concentrate on the ball. You really have to, you know, you really have to be locked in every shot to see, you know, what color is coming at you. So I think that's really good for – you know, just, just your eyesight, your concentration and, you know, just making sure you're dialed in every shot. Yeah. Love that one. Love that one. A- anything else? That's all I can think of. No, pro- no worries. No worries. Sophomore year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what about, um, <clears throat> so you, you're still playing, like just got, just, just got picked up in the MLL, right? Yeah. MLL, Congrats. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you, thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, what does your goaling training regiment look like these days? Still so, hitting the weights you know, pretty hard? Yeah, right now I'm trying to hit the weights a lot. Um, you know, I think that's the main thing, especially in the winter. You know, I think it's hard to take shots in the winter. Plus, you know, I kind of want my body to be fresh when it comes to training camp in April. Yeah. So I think, I think working out, I think, yeah, the weightlifting right now, just agility, just agility and keeping the stick in my hands, you know, doing wall ball, trying to find people to you know, do some outlets where, you know, where I live right now back at home. So I think those are the things right now. You know, I'll see shots here and there once in a while. The wind's cold out. Don't really like to see shots definitely going to get you know definitely get hit definitely want to just keep my body kind of fresh so I'll definitely use tennis balls that's that's one thing I like to do a lot is use tennis balls so you know that my body is not taking too much of a beating awesome awesome with, with all that experience that you have if you had to go back and give the young JD a little bit of goalie advice what what would it be what would it be goalie advice I'd say my advice for any young goalie is just to, I guess, you know, love the position, um, you know, work hard at it. I think that's a big thing, you know, like people say, oh, like, you know, like, what's the key? I think the key is just working hard and just, you know, just loving the, like, just loving the sport, loving the position, and just doing all you could to get better, you know, in, in, every, in every aspect of the game, where it's, whether it's saving or clearing and communication, you could always get better at that. And there's nothing like, I still have, obviously, a lot of stuff to move on. So I think that's the biggest advice is just work hard and just love the position, love the game. Yeah. Um, it's an, it's a great attitude you have as well. I mean, here's, here's a guy that's reached the, essentially the pinnacle of our sport playing in the MLL and still have you saying, I still have stuff that I need to get better on. So, you know, for young goalies out there listening, that's, I mean, that's the attitude that you need to have is, you know, you may be great, even if you're whatever, all American, but you, you know, recognize that you still got to get better. Um, was there a time you went through a slump in your career and how did you, you know, what were some steps that, that you took to, uh, to get out of that? 
I can't remember exactly when I was through a slump in my career, but I know I have been. Um, you know, there's some games where, you know, where I wasn't saving the ball like like I have been in the past. And I think it was I think it was sometime my junior year, but you know, during that point, you know, it's all about having that short memory and just you know, like thinking about you know, thinking about the past is good, but you know, you really have to focus on the next game and you really gotta do like do whatever you could during that week of practice to you know, to to get better and get out of that slump, whether it's extra reps, whether it's, you know, wall ball, you know, watching extra film on a daily basis. So I think those are like, you know, getting out of a slump, you know, I think it's just having a short memory, you know, it's the biggest thing for a goalie. You know, you can't really, you know, you're only as good as your last game, I think. So I think, you know, so I just think just working hard and during, you know, during practice that week, if you have a game upcoming and just doing whatever you could to be, doing extra work and doing whatever you could to have a good game, you know, that following Saturday. Yeah. It's like short memory and just, just work your way out of that slump. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. That's good. What about in game? I'm sure you had a, a game in your career where, you know, you let in the first, whatever, three, five goals without making a save. Is there, is there anything you're doing to say, to get yourself back into it? Or is it, or is it just that, is it just that the short, the short memory? Yeah, I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. I think uh, one game this past year was versus Maryland. I think during the during the beginning of the game, you know, I think I had made a save, maybe like one save, but you know, I was getting kind of tore up in cage. And you know, that second half, you know, we came back. We were down like ten six. We came back and won eleven ten. So I think, you know, in that second half, I really, you know, I really picked it up. I really. Um, you know, in my head, it was just like, I need to make, like, you know, I need to make these saves for my team to win. I think I, I put that, you know, like obviously put the team in front of everything. And it was just like, I really need to step my stuff up right now. And uh, yeah, that, that's basically it. Just, just stepping up and, you know, just looking at that next shot mentality, you know, and one thing for me is, um, you know, the first save is always the most important for me. So, you know, once I get that first save, you know, I like, before a game, usually extremely nervous. But once I make that first save, you know, I relax a little bit. So I think just, you know, like in the, like in the beginning of the game, if I'm not making that first save yet, you know, I really have to concentrate on that first save. Everything after that, just relax. Yeah. Um, I think I wrote on the blog, I think the first save is the hardest save to make. Because I, yeah, I am exactly like definitely. you, right? Like until I got that first one in, I felt a little bit of nervousness. And then, you know, it's really easy for it to compound. You know, you let in a goal, then you let in another one, then you let in another one, you know, and, and, and that ner- those nerves start compounding. But you're right. You really got to get that under control uh, and focus. So um, what about pregame rituals? Are you a big uh, pregame ritual guy? Um, I have a couple for sure. Um, you know, the, the night before the game, I definitely, I take my, I bring my stick back to my house. You know, or if, if we're in a away game at a hotel, you know, I'm, I tape my stick the same way I tape it, um, you know, throughout my whole high school career and stuff like that. So um, that's basically, I'm trying to think of anything else. That's basically the one pregame ritual I have. And, you know, on game day, I kind of like to stay like, kind of like my own corner, stay by myself, listen to music. Um, you know, like I'll talk, to, like I always talk to my teammates, but I'm not like, you know, I'm pretty nervous for a game, so I'm basically just putting my headphones in and basically just tuning everything out, 
just like, like looking at the scouting report before, watching a little bit more film before I have to go out there and, uh, and perform. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, one of the things that's obviously very important for lacrosse goalies is the mental game, right? It's just saying, staying mentally tough. Uh, cause you know, it's a, it's a, and that can mean a lot of things, but it's a, it's a tough position and you're going to go through, uh, peaks and valleys. And when you hit those valleys, it's, it's, you know, having that mental fortitude to stay strong and then to stay at it. So I'm curious, what are some things that you do to remain uh, mentally tough? Yeah. Well, in the off season, we, um, as a team, we did a lot of yoga. So I think, uh, I think that was, I think that helped me out a lot, and I'm gonna start doing more yoga. I'm definitely gonna start doing more yoga before the season comes. But that's def that definitely helped out, and you know just staying calm. Like there's you know like we see like I see a lot of goalies who you know are getting scored on a couple times, and you know they start like start like freaking out, getting angry at themselves. But that's not no that that's not it's not gonna help you basically. It's not like just gonna make things worse. I think in my mind. So I think just staying calm. You know talking to your teammates and, you know, talking to your defensemen basically and just, you know, just make, they all like, we're all good. Like, like next play, next play mentality. You know, that, that was always the thing at all. Like next play mentality, like don't worry about the last play. Like you can't do anything about it. You got to focus on that next play. Cause you know, that if you keep thinking about the play before you're going to keep making mistakes. So I think for, you know, for a goalie, I think which is that next play mentality, like I said before that short memory, and that, that you know that, that's the mental game right there. I think those are a couple of key points. It's just you know just don't you know don't worry about the past and you know don't get too angry at yourself. You know you still have a lot you know a lot left of the game if it's early in the game and I'm making a couple of saves. So I think just staying you know just um, mentally ready, like you said. Yeah, awesome, awesome. I like that. That you know, I talk a with goalies about trigger words too. And like next play could be one of them. You know, you get up a goal and just say that to yourself, uh, next play or say, you know, bring the yep. team in next play guys. And then, boom, yep. you know, that's so I, I exactly. yep. yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Cool. And you're coaching goalies now as well, right? Yeah. So back home, I'm doing some like clinics, some camps some private lessons. So I'm just trying to, you know, just definitely trying to grow the goalie position. You know, it's obviously the toughest position, it could be in all sports. So, you know, why not, you know, try to help out the next generation? For sure. What What are some common mistakes you see the young goalies making? Just say, um, I'd say, you know, having their hands maybe too, uh, uh, not too close into their body. Mm. Say that one, I'd say maybe, I'd say that bottom hand on the stick um, too low where it kind of restricts your movement and cage to getting to those off stick side. Uh, I think that's definitely, uh, that's definitely a major key is, you know, making sure your hands are not too far apart. Your bottom hand's not too far where it's kind of just like in the middle there. So you can get that full range of motion. And I think a lot of goalies like to drop their hands occasionally. Yeah. When they could just, when they could just keep their hands up and just, you know, just kind of just wait. Like, and, <clears throat> and one other thing, <clears throat> that I found is, um, I think I just lost my train of thought. Let me think for a sec. Um, that's all right. I'll talk about I'll talk about that hands that hands problem that you said. Yeah. Um, it uh it it is it is uh very apparent when you look at video that that that's the case. You know, because so often you see a goalie set up, they're in great position. 
and then pre-shot, like they drop their hands down and then, and then they, and then they come back up. And, and if you analyze like where they ended up to like the path they took, you know, they don't have to move that, the stick that far, like they go in this huge triangle. Um, so, you know, it's just working with them to not move and, and being a good, like you said, being a good athletic stance, uh, and then just wait to see that shot and making the right movement. You know, we, as, as goalies, our, our measurements of time are like fractions of a second. And any wasted movement is pretty much nine times out of ten going to be a goal. Yeah, definitely. I, I thought of the other one too. So I think another one is um, just keeping your feet, you know, silent. I think that's uh, before a shot is being, you know, have your feet set. And, you know, I think a lot of times I even – you know, I even had a problem with this. I would just get kind of too excited for the shot to come. I kind of be stepping before they even shoot mm-hmm. and kind of just going forward without them even shoot. So like, I would have to work on that all the time. You know, that's you know, like even this year, like I would just sometimes have that problem, but you know, I would definitely work on it every day just to make sure I had silent feet in that. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Happy feet is, is, is uh, something I see quite a bit as well. And you're right. It does tend to lead to a lot of false steps, a lot of false, movements um as you're not as you just like you're you're kind of training your body like you see the shot and you i gotta go you know it doesn't matter like the shot is you know you know you have to move so but um train yourself to be confident in the fact that even if you don't see it right out of the stick you can like pick it up and and make that right movement and ideally we are seeing it right out of the stick and the other parts about it too you're reading the body language you know, like if the guy's all, if he's all angled downwards and, and he's in close, like, you know, that shot's going to come, um, yeah, going to come low. So, you know, you're, you're already moving that way. Moving down there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what is your, what's your current stick setup these days? What are you, what are you playing with? I play with the Eclipse too. I know I tried that, um, tried it out this year. You know, I've always played with the Eclipse. I've never played with anything, anything different, but the Eclipse too is, um, is definitely I think one of the best heads out there, and I you know I will definitely never use anything else but Eclipse. So nice, yeah. That that's yeah. Sound, that's my story exactly. I was yeah. as soon as Eclipse Two came out, uh, got that one, uh, and I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. I really what they've done, and then like Twelve Diamond. Or what, what do you got? Yeah, yeah, Twelve Diamonds. What I usually use. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I honestly I'm not like I think. Um, not have like a particular pattern on my stick. I think, um, you know, my one of my boys, Bennett Drake, he used to live with me my senior year, so he used to string me up with like a couple goalie sticks. So whatever he would do, I would just get used to. I think that's, you know, I think it's pretty cool because he, he he was really good at stringing sticks. So I wasn't, I didn't really know too much about stringing sticks. So, you know, I'm glad that he, you know, he hooked me up. Yeah, that's interesting. Not, neither do I. <laughs> like, yeah. I love coaching goalies, but stick stringing is not one of the things I, I, I ever got. Yeah. I always I had people string up my sticks. So yeah. people people email me all the time. Hey, can I get a pattern for the clips too? I'm like, you probably can, but not not for me. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> um, and then you mentioned the tape job. So is there like a specific... Because I'm Mike, i looking at my stick right now and like I put a piece of tape where like my bottom hand should go. And then I have tape on the butt end, but that's all I got. Is there is there something else that yeah? I just put um I put tape you know where I hold the top of my stick. Okay. Where I hold the top of my stick, I tape it a little bit. Then where my bottom hand goes, then like you said, I take the butt end 
it's a little bit you know up the stick so i could just so when i'm clearing that ball i can put my hands there and feel the tape nice do you uh do you set up with your top hand like touching the plastic i know a lot of people like actually grip the throat um i never really yeah, uh, like that style I but i I, yeah. I don't do that i just hold it on the shafts you know i know i was i think i maybe tried it out um you know holding the holding the plastic but i don't i don't know i didn't really find it too you know too effective for me yeah same same Awesome. Well, thank you so much, uh, JD, for taking the time to kind of teach some of the young goalies and, and myself included about, you know, how, how you go about doing your business. Um, you know, it's obviously worked, you know, all American at Albany, it, you know, in, in the professional ranks of lacrosse, uh, with, wish you nothing but success. And if people want to, you know, learn a little bit more about you, where, where should they go? Um, they can go to my Instagram, um, JD Colorado nine and, yeah, I think soon I'm going to start my own goalie little thing by me. So, you know, I'd, just, I'd say for now, just look at my Instagram. Cool. Well, I'll link up to that when uh, when this comes out. Again, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me. So there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with J.D. Colarusso. Interesting to hear how a goalie can have such tremendous success in college, get drafted in the first round of the MLL and yet still have that desire, that hunger, that passion to get better. And that's what all the elites have. So that's something that young goalies out there listening uh, can take with them. Again, hope you enjoyed that episode. That's all for this week. Lacrosse season is, of course, right around the corner. Get out there. Get some work in. Be well. I'm Coach Damon Wilson. You've been listening to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast with your host, Coach Damon Wilson.